Welcome to Pharmacy View, technology and pharmacy business podcast series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is sponsored by Shopfront Solutions, leading the way in digital marketing and communications providing a cloud-based platform for pharmacies to manage all of their digital messaging and print-based collateral. For more information on the Shopfront Solutions digital platform, simply go to the website at shopfrontsolutions.com.au. My guest today is Todd O'Connor, CEO and founder at My Pharmacy Appraisal. Welcome, Todd. Good morning, Scott, and uh, thank you very much for having me on your show. On your no, my pleasure. Now, we had the chance to actually catch up at the recent Gold Coast APP conference, and I'm certainly aware that my pharmacy appraisal has existing client base around Australia, but for anyone listening today that may not know you, who is Todd O'Connor? Thank you. My background is in corporate and merchant and business banking. I had about 18 years working for major banks and merchant banks based in Sydney across all sorts of enterprise and business, but in particular the property sector. I did that for many years, cut my teeth as an analyst, understanding the world of business lending. Ended up actually being headhunted across to one of my clients, Harry Triggerboff from Meriton Apartments, and spent several years with him. But found that with a young family, what was happening was that I was getting home in the evening and my kids were in bed and I was leaving for work in the mornings and my kids were in bed and often I'd have to turn up and do some work or some hosting on a Saturday. So it wasn't quite the, the life-work balance that I was aiming for. I spoke to my wife one night and said, come on, let's go and do something different. I'm a surfer. My passion is the outdoor sports, surfing and skiing. So we ended up opening two large surf stores on the Sunshine Coast, which we ran and operated for about 15 years. So they were very successful. They were award-winning enterprises and did quite well out of those, employed over 100 people in that time and, in fact, built three large format stores. What that enabled me to do was to build a background in, in finance, in lending, in understanding cash flow and, and small business, and it really started to hone, hone in on my passion, which is helping small business and small business owners. After selling down, down those investments, wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do, and I was lucky enough to be picked up by API to help them when they were growing the Priceline Pharmacy Network, and found myself in pharmacy. And, and it was a combination, I think what they saw in me at that time was a combination of banking skills, credit skills, credit analysis skills, but also small business skills and, and retail skills that I picked up as, as an owner of those businesses. So came across to pharmacy, and I've spent the last just on 11 years within the pharmacy industry and found it to be an absolutely fantastic industry. Love the people, love the culture, love what they're trying to do from a, a health perspective, from a community perspective. And although I've got no idea about molecules and all of that side of the pharmacy, what I do understand is the drivers of small business and what needs to be done in the small business industry. So here I was at, at an age where I felt I had a lot of experience and a lot of skill and wanted to bring something to help 
small business owners in the pharmacy industry. Thanks, so that's that's a really good introduction, and certainly uh, I can attest, having worked in both the corporate world and owning my own business, there's a, there's a lot to be said for both. But there's a lot to be said for the person that actually has to write the checks that pays the bills or these days do the bank transfers that pays the bills as opposed to just getting the wage every month. So I think that's a really good good background. And I can see now why you're doing what you're doing, because you, you can be, relate in a lot of instances to business owners from that perspective. Correct. So, Todd, I guess what we're here to talk today is about your business, My Pharmacy Appraisal. So how did that come about? So during my time with both API Priceline and then another almost three years with Ramsey Pharmacy, Ramsey Healthcare in their M&A pharmacy acquisition team, I looked at countless pharmacy P&Ls and countless pharmacy IMs. And the message that was driven home to me over that was that people were going to market unprepared. They either had un unrealistic expectations or they were unprepared to take their pharmacy to market. And what I felt was the best thing to do was read an article by Bernard Salt. He's done a couple. Uh, one was back in 2019. He does write a little article in the Weekend Australian and he wrote one back in 2019 and he said, when you think about it, most of this millennium's breakthrough businesses have been have harnessed a convenience that was previously missing from everyday life. And that was a, a little bit of a motivator for me. Customers in the 2020s will take their demand for immediacy, convenience, range and price and apply it relentlessly online. And that, that sort of hit home to me a little bit about, well, what I, rather than seeing people go to market unprepared, what I wanted to do was create a platform that helped people prepare their pharmacy for sale over the short to medium term so that when they were ready, when they'd achieved the price that they felt was adequate for them to take to market, it was a matter of flicking the switch and bang off they went. So that's where the, the idea of my pharmacy appraisal burst to life. It was, I then sat down, created the spreadsheets that are the background to my pharmacy appraisal and then sat down with a, an engineer, if you like, or a coder who uh, helped me put all of that together. So that's come to life now as and my pharmacy appraisal. I've got a fabulous sketch of the change over about 80 years of Bugs Bunny, how he first looked when he was first drawn and how he looks now over an 80-year period. And I see my pharmacy appraisal as being a bit like that. It's something that is online. It's something that we can continue to evolve, something that we can continue to improve, something that we can continue to add value to, all with the underlying premise of helping small business pharmacy owners to tell a great story about their pharmacy and then when they're ready to sell, flick a switch, turn the appraisal into anonymous mode and list their pharmacy list their pharmacy for sale. From, from that perspective. So I guess the question I'm going to ask you in a minute is, you know, take me through a journey of a client you know, from the point that they contact you through to that. Part of the challenge I would understand is that pharmacy is such a dynamic industry. Yes, the core service offers are always there and to a point they are the, the main revenue generators. When you look over the years at different categories that have come and gone, and, and even I can go back to the photo and film developing, which a lot of people these days wouldn't even remember necessarily, would never have seen, through to weight loss programs to even the recent COVID times with vaccinations and rat tests, it, it really does to a point influence the value of a pharmacy in some instances. So, so take us through that journey. As you said, I, I like that kind of Bugs Bunny sketch because even today it's probably changing faster today than it was three years ago. So it is really about getting your pharmacy information 
in a portal or, or in a format that is easily read and digestible. So how does that journey go? Yeah, look, I absolutely agree. Even at APP sat down in a forum study at one stage with Australasian College of Pharmacy and sat next pharmacist who talked to me about the rise in medicinal uh, marijuana and how that's now starting to be a revenue driver within his pharmacy. And, and look, totally agree. And, and that is why, to be honest, on my pharmacy appraisal, I've got a, a valued partners section where I introduce people who are other specialists within the pharmacy industry. And I've always been an advocate for pharmacy accountants because what I like, what I learnt was that the, one of the best things that you can do is break down your revenue drivers. Break down and understand what are your revenue drivers, whether it be your, your scripts, whether it be professional services, whether it be at one point there uh, export sales, whether it be front of store, middle of store, etc. Break down those revenue drivers and understand what your core strengths and skill sets within your pharmacy are. You know, you might be a small medical centre pharmacy, then you've really got to identify and understand where it is that you uh, best revenue opportunities lie. You might be in a shopping centre, you might be you know, on a strip and be a mid-sized offering. I often talk to people how 60 to 70% of the revenue comes from 30 to 40% of the space within a pharmacy. And then what do we do with the rest of it to be able to enhance the value in the pharmacy, but also customer experience within the pharmacy so that those people come back. Thanks for sharing that because I guess that gives us a bit of an idea about how a client would then interact with you. Is there different scenarios then in terms of your service? Because I mean, in some instances, there, there might be an expediency required for the sale or there might be someone thinking about retirement. So what are the options that happen from that perspective? We had a valuation just done yesterday on the platform and this was uh, someone who was looking to get a an appraisal done so that they could sit down and introduce a junior partner. So essentially what an appraisal does is it allows you to understand where the pharmacy sits at a current point in time and then go, okay, is that a value that I'm comfortable with? Yes, it is. Switch it to anonymous mode, take the executive summary, list it on the platform, sell your pharmacy. If it's not, then what you've got is a baseline for a strategic review of your pharmacy. And it's a platform whereby you can look at some what-ifs, you can look at what happens if we were to increase revenues here, what if we were to do better GPs, if we were to discount, etc., etc. So too often pharmacists would say to me in my, in my earlier roles, can you give us a, an idea of what the value is coming in at? I'd turn to them and do an appraisal and come up with a figure. They'd go, well, look, you know, that's not good enough. You know, I've got a million dollars that I want to pay the bank back and I want to have at least a million and a half or two sitting in the bank as a super sort of thing. And then we go, well, look, we, we then need to take you on a journey. We need to take you with your trusted advisors on a journey of how do we get you to a point where you're ready to sell. And and some people have a short-term horizon, some people have a long-term. And, and my the whole premise of my pharmacy appraisal is start that journey early and work on it because not only will the process that you go through will enable you to build value and create efficiencies and better productivity over a longer period of time. Look, it's good for the business owner. It's good for the banker because, in fact, the value of the asset that the bank's lending at is improving. With so many people looking at the value of their business as being their long-term retirement fund or superannuation fund, here's a way of ensuring that 
you know, you're on the right path, you're on the right track to be able to sell when you're ready to sell at the right figure. That was the old adage, you know, good planning and preparation, you know, gives you great outcomes, but the reality is that that's not always going to be the case. Is no, no, absolutely, absolutely correct. And, and look, there could be situations, for example, where I've seen pharmacies operating at uh, turnover per square metre that the customer is obviously redlining it and they've had to redline the sales per square metre to be able to achieve the value that but then when you dive deeper, then you realise, well, you know, when rent's sitting at, you know, 18% of turnover, they're having to redline it for a reason. And that's where we need to sit down and work out, well, what needs to be done? Again, with valued partners, what needs to be done to ensure that, you know, there's an equitable situation going on, for example, with the lease or, you know, I've seen situations where people have been spending way too much money on wages. And so here's an opportunity to write a roster feed it into the appraisal, understand what that does to the value, and then take that roster and actually run it live within their pharmacy to see that they can maintain productivity and the service offering that they're hoping to achieve, but with a reduced roster that maintains a value for them moving forward into the future. So I, I dare say out of that, and again, from, from my experience in pharmacy business management as well, this could start out being that, well, okay, I, I need to make a bit of an assessment on my pharmacy in terms of what the future looks like, whether it's selling the pharmacy, whether it's bringing in a junior partner. I dare say there could be instances through this journey where they all of a sudden realise, well, actually, if I run this business slightly different based on your guidance and formulas, I could end up with a business that's actually quite manageable and I may not want to actually then bring in a junior partner later on or, or, or it might be a different scenario. That's ultimately what this is about. The, the term my pharmacy appraisal, I think, immediately jumps to mind is that I probably want to sell my business. But the reality is the service that you're describing here is actually just good financial management services to a point, as you mentioned earlier, in conjunction with their accountants. Correct. Absolutely. Look, I don't hold myself out to be the expert in all of these sort of things, and that's where valued partners, I think, uh, play a key role. For example, continue to enhance the offering that My Pharmacy Appraisal delivers just as, a, as an appraisal service. We've brought in people like Geotech Information Services and Jeff Vassell and his team, whereby people can, for a small upgrade, they can start to have a look at some really good mapping tools so they can really understand revenue drivers, where other opportunities lay with lie within their location, where they could potentially where they could test pharmacy location rules, where they could potentially move a pharmacy if they wanted to. And then they can also order site potential reports so they actually take a deeper dive into a particular location. And the geotech team will actually give them a really good understanding of demographics and pharmacy expenditure what are your competitors what are you know what other opportunities and levers you can pull to actually create a far better business than you're currently operating and then just recently we we added in two new tools one was uh, it's a SWOT analysis and action plan checklist it's broken down into seven key areas there's 150 plus questions in there you know I'm not saying that you answer all 150 questions at once but you could target an area or you could actually give a pharmacy owner could actually give a section to a, a retail manager or give a section to a dispensary manager and say okay go through this and, and work out whether it's a a strength, weakness, opportunity or threat for our business, uh, what we can do with that and use it as an action plan checklist. And what it's designed to do is to try and get pharmacists to think a little bit more critically and a little bit, and their teams, think more critically and more strategically about their pharmacy 
step out of their pharmacy. I think one of the things that I did best in my own businesses, and as I said before, we won countless awards as retailers and as franchisees within our, within our own businesses. One of the best things that I was often able to do was actually step outside my pharmacy and understand what was going on within my community, talk to other business owners that are around the place, get involved in chambers of commerce. And that's what this SWOT analysis is all about. It's actually helping people to step out of their business and really think critically and strategically about their business and their pharmacy and answer questions, some hard questions around competitors, around where their own business lies. And then the second part of that is a pharmacy bespoke business plan, which is designed simply to help people articulate what it is they're trying to achieve. It's a great document for their bankers. It's a great document to be able to complete quality assurance on the QCPP program as well. You've raised another really good point there, and I haven't spoken about this for some time, but in the early days of this podcast, the analogy that you've highlighted is that it's very often that pharmacists uh, pharmacist owners uh, and team members, you know, come in through the back door of their pharmacy. Someone goes and unlocks the front door, not in every case, but in quite a few cases, and you miss that whole opportunity of actually stepping out the front of your pharmacy and seeing what your customers see. And that is so important these days. So uh, thanks for sharing that. So Todd, I guess it's a really nice segue into then what platforms you're using and the background behind them. So you mentioned earlier on in this discussion around building Excel spreadsheets. What other technology do you employ in my pharmacy appraisal that helps you run a better business, but ultimately, I guess, helps you then provide a better business service to your clients? I've been enormously helped by the coders, engineers that have been able to take my dream and put it into the platform, my pharmacy appraisal. What that does is enables someone to be able to sit down in private and have a really good look under the hood of their pharmacy via an online portal yep. uh, that's safe, secure, pragmatic, cost-effective, very easy to use, and take them on that journey of that online platform whereby they can really have a wonderful assessment of their pharmacy, understand where the value is, and then draw down upon the online expertise that's available via the platform of Geotech. The, the visualization mapping tool is one of the best things that I've ever seen. It was something that was built for us when we were at Ramsey. And after I left there, I spoke to the Geotech guys and I said to them, Ramsey's a billion dollar organization, has the funds to be able to have you guys build this for them. How can we now make that available for time and capital poor small business owners. They're not going to pay thousands of dollars or tens of thousands of dollars to be able to access this sort of technology. How can we make it available to them? And they said, well, look, we'll just whack it into your platform and people can upgrade to use it. And look, to be honest, it's for an individual, 12 months access, $250 plus GST, yeah. unlimited access. Every single pharmacy in Australia is identified. Every single doctor, every single supermarket, every single aged care facility, every private and public hospital, all commercial retail zones are there. I know this is on Google, but you've got to really go all over the place to find it. This has all been consolidated out down into the one map. There's private health insurance data and a heat map. There's yep. PBS spend and a heat map and data. There's individual demographics and data for uh, suburbs and regions. These are just simple upgrades that are on, on the platform that generally is only available to big business and government, 
but we've made this available to small business owners in a practical and very, very cost-effective way. Through the portal. And look, it's a, a really good prompt too, because for the listeners today, Todd's mentioned a couple of times, um, Jeff Vassell and Geotech, and we are going to do a secondary podcast episode recording with Jeff and Geotech in a couple of weeks' time. So look forward to that one coming up. Todd, I'm going to just go back to some basics in terms of technology and platforms. A, a bit like you and I are chatting now using video links, I'm going to work on the basis that your portal allows for you not to have to jump on a plane across the other side of the country to talk to people. So what kind of platforms are you using there? Absolutely. It's been generally to be be honest, email and telephone. Uh, so, yep. you know, it, we haven't we haven't had to do this. This was born during COVID. It was born on the twenty third of April, twenty twenty. So you um, just had a birthday. Yes, indeed. And in fact, it was. It's made it difficult for me to really help get the message out. So the Pharmacy View podcast has been a, a fabulous platform to do that. But in doing what I've done and in promoting my pharmacy appraisal to a broader audience, I've used, for example, a lot of social media tools like LinkedIn, like Facebook, like Twitter, like Instagram. My pharmacy appraisal on LinkedIn has done particularly well and has its own page, has a very good following. And then what I've done is I've also taken the opportunity to download a lot of just my thoughts and, and background and skill sets and then put those into QR codes, essentially designer QR codes and make them available to people. So for example, I wrote a story about its strategy and business improvement and it's on my pharmacy appraisal on the, on the, as a page for it on the website. It really is trying to encourage people to just pause and think and step back and go, okay, I'm, I'm really keen to take my investment, my significant investment that you know, in time can have significant value. You know, you may have paid a lot for it and you want to improve it or you may not have paid much for it and you want to take it on a journey of improvement. But take that time to plan. You know, it starts out whether you want to sell it, sell now in the short term, in the medium term or sometime in the future. Jump on a journey, use the technology that's available to us that we're continuing to update and add, add to and take yourself on that journey of discovery. If at any time... You know, there's a problem. I'm easily contactable via mobile phone, via email, via the website, via the social media platforms. And, you know, we can jump on a Zoom, we can email, we can telephone, and we can sort these problems out. This lady who had me do the appraisal for her just recently, I'd spoke to her probably about a month ago. Then she and her team all got COVID, so they were all under pressure within the dispensary and within the pharmacy. She got back to me and said, listen, this opportunity's jumped up. I need to do an appraisal really quickly. So, in fact, I said, you deliver the information to me via email and I'll do that appraisal for you. So I jumped in in that instance because she needed the time. She needed a quick response and I was able to jump in and do that for her. She subscribed, bang, off we went. And there was her answer 24 hours later. Had a look at your website, which is quite easy to navigate. So I'm imagining that someone coming on board can go in there on stages. So you obviously open an account page for them. They can upload some information, but they might then end up with a list of five or six things that they need to go away and get, log out, go back in again, update a bit more, and again, just continues to build the profile page for their business effectively. Absolutely. Take your time. I mean, it's, it is about taking the time to sit down in, in private and have a good look under the hood of your pharmacies. You know, some, there were times when I know that a couple of my businesses have a private look under the hood of my, my business and go, oh my goodness, you know, I really need to do something here. We need to drive a better sales per square metre or we need to cut a roster or we, whatever we need. We needed a bit of a, a sales program or something like that to, to just drive more value within the business. 
not only short term but long term. So take take the time to to build a, an appraisal, build a, a story, build an understanding, dive into you know the site potential reports, dive into the visualization mapping tool, dive into the SWOT analysis and action action plan checklist. These are all tr- trigger points. They're all designed to help you to think better and differently and outside the square about your pharmacy and then build that appraisal. And then part of that process is build that roster and go, okay, well, look, you know, I I can improve. I can maintain productivity with a more efficient roster. Here's a roster that gives me X value and I like the look of X value. Why don't I test that roster now live within the pharmacy, sure that we can deliver on that when we create a pharmacy IM which the platform does for you as well. So all of those sort of things. Interestingly, Scott, my, my wife's an organisational psychologist and one of the things that she trains in is HBDI, Herman Brain Dominance Instrument. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No, but, I'm um, very familiar with it, yes. And what that does, as you know, is that it maps someone's thinking. And look, a lot of people land in uh, the blue area, which is logic, and the green area, which is process. And a lot of pharmacists will land in the red area, which is, you know, human at the human element and, and, and all of that sort of thing. Funnily enough, I landed in blue, but also very strong in yellow, which was the entrepreneurial look, look a little bit outside the square. So that's what I've tried to do with my pharmacy appraisal is build in an element of thinking that, you know, people who just are really logic focused or really process focused build in some yellow or uh, experimental uh, or entrepreneurial thought processes into something that is really logical and process-driven like my pharmacy appraisal. Todd, that's been really great to chat today. What I'll do for our listeners is make sure that in the show notes for today's episode will be all of your contact and touch points, which, again, I've had the chance to have a look at, and they're, they're quite easy to navigate, as you've mentioned. So I know that we've spoken a bit about a couple of your other services, which we will probably do some follow-up podcasts later on this year. But thank you again for your time today. It's been great to chat. I hope our listeners have enjoyed the introduction to yourself and look forward to staying in touch. Brilliant. Thank you so much, Scott. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening today. Pharmacy View is a technology-focused podcast provided by Melbourne-based business Arian Technologies and Shopfront Solutions. Over the podcast series, our guests include pharmacists, retail managers, wholesalers, suppliers, and industry technology partners. If you would like further information on our podcast series or to participate in one of our episodes, feel free to send me a message or touch base through the Pharmacy View website, pharmacyview.com.au.